if you were, if I were to just ask you, what is the future of learning? What are you thinking right now? Does anyone actually have an answer to that? Well, if I were to give you enough time, usually it's more than 12 seconds to think about it. You might come up or I might hear from you something like, oh, technology and machine learning and IA is going to be the future of how we learn. No, no, no. I don't think so. Um, those might be some different pieces, but believe it or not, how do we have an impact on that? Well, I want you to consider a new modality that's been taking uh, its stance in different companies right now. It's the flipped learning model, okay? You've heard about flipped classroom where the students do all of the learning ahead of time and then they come in and instead of the lecture, they're going to actually apply the skill. Well, this is kind of similar to that, but it isn't a new term. What, what's really been happening is trainers have been going online and curating video content, like think TED Talk or YouTube video or some sort of pre-work through microlearning. Okay, they've been taking that and devoting the exploration of a topic to be done in advance so that when they are online together or live, it really just becomes the collaboration of how are we going to use that information. At the Bob Pike Group um, in our boot camp course, if you've ever gone through it, it really is a ton of ideas, 102, that can be done. And by the end, you're taking away 26, 25 specifically that you want to use as a priority, but 102 are existing. The way that we go through that class is, okay, why did we do what we just did and how did we do what we just did? Because if people know the why and the how, they're able to then implement it. So today, for example, let's think about a TED Talk. All of us have listened to one in the past. What TED Talk could you assign prior as a learning element and then coming into a classroom and then doing the how? Okay, so how do we do this ourselves? Studies have shown an improved exam scores in students. We'll just talk about classroom in their engagement and the ability to apply it when there's a blended approach. A blended approach could be a little bit of a webinar, a little bit of a microlearning, and a little bit live online, a little bit of a classroom, a little bit of a video, all of these things coming together. And so improved exam scores happen when it isn't lecture in the classroom, and it isn't necessarily them reading in the classroom, but it's coming together and really talking about how can we use what we've already learned? So yes, it becomes an assignment, as it were, so that the next day can be more of an aha versus information dump. So if you're thinking about what you could do next to keep it kind of a flipped learning, is let's give people those different resources, those different tools, and move things to different places versus just in the classroom. Maybe make it a little more digital. Perhaps send out a quiz. I love mysimpleshow.com where I can create a digital video that's super fun in a half hour or less and send that out as a little nugget. We need to make sure that we have creative confidence that our flipped learning isn't just one way and always the same exact thing. So what are some guidelines? Number one, go on the 
share the background. So now it used to be didactic. Now we're making it interactive. We want to share the background. Then we need to approach that design and figure out how we're going to create a simplified approach. So it's not just our face-to-face. It's going to be what are the approaches and designs that are happening? Maybe it's having learners submit Q&As. Maybe it's um, a message via a channel. Maybe we're having people react to what's happening in the market. And all of this happens in advance so that we can actually talk about it when we're face-to-face. The next thing to consider are your outcomes. What is it that you want people to understand at a high level? You know, knowledge knowledge is not just knowledge, it's engagement. So how are we going to make sure that we get that outcome when we're face-to-face? And then finally, another thing to consider is best practices. So maybe we give them an example of a best practice, but then when we come together, we're going to give, we're going to keep it high level and light. They're going to draw the parallels to what they're currently doing in their industry, those types of things. So we want to make sure we do flipped learning in a professional way and we can do it no matter what topic we happen to teach. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group and this creative training tip is flipping learning on its edge.